0: What's up tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host Kaylee Grace and I have another amazing guest joining us this week all the way from Hong Kong, originally from Scotland. We met in Australia. Let's just go all over the globe with this connection. (laughs) We have the amazing Heather (laughs) O'Brien joining us today. Hi everyone. So nice to see you again Kaylee. Yes, oh my god, and we were just speaking before we recorded. We were like, How long has it been? It's been like 10 years, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, mental. We we met on like the other side of the world, and then like (laughs) it's it's baffling. It's like how time flies, it's just mad. I can't believe it's been over 10 years since we were there
0: legit like i was like looking at our old pictures cuz i was like just you know want to go down memory lane and i was like oh my god we met on the atlantic at clipper which is like um yeah it's like oh a par- it's a party boat yeah if you want to go party- to the wit i totally States,
1: forgot about that what the name know, was like,
0: same here i looked and i was like oh my god <laughs> so yeah party party boat beautiful with sundays it was so gorgeous like if you're ever in
1: australia i don't oh. care where you
0: go you have to go to the wit sundays
1: Oh, hundred percent hundred percent It was actually, I would say Whit Sundays and Fraser Island actually was my favorite part of Australia. Like right. Yeah.
0: So gorgeous. And that's so fast where we were together. I Fraser Island too. You have a photo of me
1: like holding an alligator. And I was
0: like, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs>
1: oh, it's so good.
0: So good. I and this so young, showed you. Oh my God. I know. I look back, I'm like, oh girl, you've grown a lot since then. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, the young the young twenties are always a good time. <laughs> oh
1: they're, they're a learning curve. They're a learning curve.
0: Right. You're finding who you are. You're experimenting with what works for your soul. You're like for me, yeah. oh my God. I was totally numbing my pain in so many ways. And then you know, you finally come to terms with all your your trauma, the things that have happened, and you're like, All right, I'm going on a healing journey and here we go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Like that's what Australia was for me as well. So
0: Right. Oh yeah. yes. So good. So, I guess before we get too going on with our stories too much, we'll get the who are you and what do you do?
1: Sure. Uh, so, my name is Heather. Um, as Kaylee said, I'm originally from Scotland, um, but I have traveled numerous places. I'm now living in Hong Kong. I've been in Hong Kong now for seven years. Wow. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and previously Kayleigh and I met when we were backpacking in Australia 10 years ago and just connected ever since. So um, yeah, so what I do basically for work is I am a women's fitness specialist. Um, I have my own business, HK and Fitness Coaching, and my main kind of ethos is empowering women through health nice. and fitness. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You are in the right place today because we are all about Absolutely. that. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I am all for women empowerment I'm trying to get women to, you know, help them to build realistic, sustainable habits and achieve their health and fitness goals. I hate fad diets. I hate all of these myths are out there. It's just Mm -hmm. the health and fitness industry right now is an absolute minefield. Um, So that is my job is basically to pick that apart, to show women exactly how to do it in a realistic way. Um, I absolutely love my job. I love what I do every single day. Um, I love helping women. Um, and yeah, so like that's when I was what, what I do now, but I guess like before Australia, I was at um university. Um so I've got a Bachelor of Science degree in sport and excise science. And then I've always kind of been into health and fitness, really, uh, with sport and stuff. Um, but it was actually Australia that I mean I know we we come back to that, but Australia <laughs> was a massive turning point for me. Um, it made me realize what I really wanted to do in life Um, Mm -hmm. and I came back and that's when I you know just kind of pursued my career in helping women and showing them empowering them basically
0: I love that and I have to touch on what you said about myth busting and like not doing the fad thing because girl preach I was like ready to scream from the mountaintops when you said that because like Oh my God. Like, again, when I look back at my younger self, I had so like little self-esteem and respect for myself. And I didn't like, I always was active, you know, but again, with like that fad diet thing and like, just what's the next thing? Like what's just so desperate to love myself and feel good about myself when in actuality that doesn't come from you know, all those things that comes from within, but yeah. getting to that point and finally realizing, oh my God, wait, if I eat balanced and intuitively that it, my body yeah. transformed. And I wasn't even like, I, I don't want to say I wasn't trying. Cause of course you train, no. you, you do the things, but it, it was so, I, and again, I don't want to say easy, that's not the right word, but you know what
1: I'm saying? No. Like, yeah, totally. Totally. That's it. It's, it's something that it's because the industry is so saturated with so much info out there and through no fault of anyone it's really difficult it's really hard like how do you know if you're not someone that has ever like looked into health and fitness or has any kind of background like how are you supposed to know what's right and what's wrong and what's right what works and what doesn't like and I meet so many women who have come from diet culture and background Mm. things and not only like spent a lot of time but also spent a lot of money as well oh, on these yeah. like programs and these like it, it actually pains me sometimes seeing yeah KTs promote things and I'm like can we please stop can we please stop this is can we change the narrative here like yes, yeah yeah like 100% yeah And so, so like I just I just don't want to just like lay the groundwork out there put out what I do I want to change women's lives i um, and also as well with that, like, I'm also a pre postnatal coach as well. So I work with a lot of women that are, so um, I'm cool. currently pregnant myself. Yes, 30, yes, I know. I'm 33 weeks pregnant. Oh my God. Congrats.
0: I saw the baby pictures, but I was like, we can't see the belly, anyone who's watching, but oh my God. So exciting. Yeah i can't believe you're that
1: far along wow oh neither can i it feels like yesterday that i actually just announced that i was pregnant and i'm like wait 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 like, <laughs> like what six seven weeks to go i'm like what? um what oh how did this happen <laughs> i know and i am like okay we need to like panic buy we need to like start like where, where's my hospital bag where's is the, is the is the is the nursery ready I'm like, oh my god are you guessing that, yeah i was like is that- oh absolutely i got home like we literally got out of quarantine yesterday because we have to quarantine in hong kong still at the moment with travel um, right yeah when you travel like anyone who enters into hong kong has to try uh, quarantine at the moment so i got out yesterday and we got home and i just got home and i was like i just want a nest i was like I just i just want <laughs> like a bird you know like or like you know a dog when it goes around in circles like looking yes. to like sit down or something i'm like i just need to go around this nest like yeah you know, everything right
0: <laughs> Oh, 100%. And also, like, I was gonna ask, like, how's your pregnancy been? Like, it seems like great, but again, you know, you see social media, and you never really know. But it seems like, you know, business is great. You're still. What I love seeing too is that when you're pregnant, you're still honoring your body and your baby Mm -hmm. with your with your exercise and everything like that. Like, I think that's so important.
1: Yeah, this has been a massive journey because I've obviously trained women years now that you know are pregnant and postpartum and now it was kind of like you know my time so i you know i practiced i've had to practice what i preach yeah dynamic um, so practice and it's it's been the best learning curve as well for me to actually go right when i've you know i've been doing this i know what it feels like now because it's great yes. you know everything on paper you know all the stats you know all the education all the learning behind behind it that uh, but actually feeling it is way different um oh, i have totally to say, like i'm I'm very, very lucky, lucky and very grateful that I've had a very relatively easy pregnancy. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of women absolutely don't. So it's, it can be really, really tough, and difficult, but um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've always known that I wanted to be pregnant and love, like yeah. embrace the experience because I want to be able to promote it as much as possible. And I'm so thankful that I was able to, because it's so, so important that women do exercise in some mm. some way when they're pregnant because it's yes. a lot of a lot of times I hear stories from clients that you know that I've gone from like doctors and they said you know oh you, you know you should rest like you should not exercise or whatever now that's fine if you've got any complications or kind of any doctor's recommendations that's fine I know a lot of people that can exercise but off the back wagon like you know bandwagon straight away to say don't do anything you know there's it, it doesn't mean you need to be going and powering weights. You don't have to exactly. be going crazy. You can just go for walks, walks and swims right? and you know, yeah. cycles or, you know, just anything that gets your body moving because it's not about you know it's not necessarily about this whole and that's all another story the whole bounce back (laughs) thing the whole bounce back thing and moms are expected to bounce back that's absolute rubbish right Um, it's like
0: you've just carried a baby for nine months you just delivered that baby your body needs to recover like
1: well exactly but it's it's also about like for me it's like labor is probably going to be the most physical challenge I'm ever going to you know going to do and I have to help my body I have to try and do what I can to make this I mean I say in quotes, yeah, enjoyable quotes. <laughs> <Yeah>. pleasurable experience <laughs> but I want to look back and go do you know what like I really gave my body the best opportunity I possibly could to yes. birth this baby um mm-hmm. and you know obviously there are massive postpartum benefits to exercising but um yeah, it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole journey, girl, I'm vibing yeah. it, I'm vibing
0: it. Oh my god, I was gonna ask about that, because, like, you know, same here, like, I always, since I've been a, like, a child myself, I've always known I want to be a mother, like, I, I, I'm curious about that experience, but again, speaking on, like, you know, the body stuff, I'm always curious, too, I'm like, is that going to trigger me when my body starts to change, like, how am I going to feel about that journey, mm-hmm. but what I'm hopeful for is given, I'm like, well, it hasn't happened yet because it hasn't been meant to happen yet so I'm thinking when I do have that experience happen all the inner healing and work I've done on myself I feel like I'm hopeful anyway like you I'll embrace it and I'll be like loving all all the parts of it even if there's stuff that's not that enjoyable that's like what a hope would be for sure because it's such a blessing too
1: right it is and that's what I that's the one thing that I've always kept close to me the entire way through that I am incredibly grateful that I have been able to conceive and carry a child yes. and that is always resonates really deeply with me um because I know it's it's no one knows exactly like, you know yeah so I'm, I'm having a little boy as well oh so, yay hence why so I'm wearing blue as well today um yes. and all those vibes um but yeah, it's it's the it's a blessing to be able to carry um, a child as well, and kind of just like yeah, just embrace everything as much as possible. And and don't get me wrong, it's not all been plain sailing. There are a lot of a lot of you, you know your body changes, and mm-hmm. that's one thing I wanted to make clear as well that yeah, it has been challenging sometimes to see your body change, and um, because obviously we you are going to put on weight are going to have a bump and you know you are your body is going to change and it's not going to be able to move in certain ways and you've got aches and pains and you know and and granted mine's been not as bad but some women are have a horrific journey they are Mm -hmm. they're incredibly sick um can't move from the bed and that can go throughout the entire pregnancy so you know it's I guess it's just kind of looking for those channels of you know what can I do um for my pregnancy because everyone is so different
0: I love that. It's like, yeah, it's like, what is in my control? What do I have the choice over right now? I think that's so important and not only in pregnancy, but in life. Right. And I think what you do, it's so big on that. And I think that's so important is like, what do I get to choose today? Like, what do I get to do for my body and changing that narrative too? It helps so much because it's not, you have to, you get to, you should want to honor your everything because we are beautiful. Like, right that
1: is my ultimate like kind of message that I put out every day. It's like, I, you know, it's not the fair that you're like, I have to work out or I have to train. It's trying to get women to like, see that, you know, I get to train. I like, I, I have a body that I'm able to train. I'm able to do this thing yeah. with pregnancy. Like I'm able to, to do what I can, you know, and it's kind of appreciating that body and also more so postpartum. It's like, yeah. it's trying to remember, like, I remember client. I have to remind clients all the time that it's not about you know weight loss and things like that afterwards we have to get you to be functional as a mum you have to be yes. able to move and to feel good and to have energy in order to, to care for your child but not mm-hmm. only that but also a wife or a girlfriend or you know an employee and, and be the best person that you can with so many challenges going on and yeah. that's you know, seeing women appreciate like you have carried and made a human inside yes. of you. That is incredible. It still baffles me. Like that's the one thing I, oh, that's why your right? fitness like, it baffles me.
0: Like it's wild. Women, we are superheroes. Just like oh. what our bodies can do and what our bodies like go through just on the regular day. It's just like wow.
1: <laughs> insane. Like it just I find it the most incredible machine because it illustrates a machine. Like
0: Yes. I didn't do anything.
1: I didn't switch any buttons. This this child just grew inside of me. Like Yeah, your body me.
0: knows. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, we have to remember our bodies are very intelligent like we are intelligent beings. And like you don't sometimes thinking a little less about things is actually better because your body's gonna respond. Your body will tell you, yes. yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. Yes, that works for me. No, that doesn't work for me. Because like Heather was saying, I'll just use exercise as an example. One, it comes down to what you like. And two, your body, We again, we're all made different. Like, I'm very bendy. So yoga comes very easy to me. But not only that, I love it because it's very spiritually healing for my soul as yeah. well. So that works. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you, like, have to go like that if that's what your body does. You're going to yeah. know. You're going to know what you like. And you have to remember, too, if you've had injuries, if you have joints that maybe aren't working the same, honor that. It's okay. It's
1: okay, okay if you gotta go low impact. That's fine. Yeah. Still moving yes. your body. <laughs> exactly. You're literally like you're literally saying the words that I say every day. <laughs> yes. Literally killing. Like you're so on board. Oh, I hired. knew this was gonna be good. I knew this is gonna
0: be a good <laughs> one. <laughs> I love that so, so much. So I guess too, like we'll get a little bit more of your story in particular. Cause like in life, so many things impact us. And shape us and my god everyone listening knows I got a story with that and it's we all do I'm just curious like what kind of impactful moments happened for you to kind of get you where you are now was there anything big little it doesn't have to be big it can be small anything
1: yeah I think like going back to what I said earlier I think like Australia was a big turning point um, Mm -hmm. for me personally because I went there after university and Yes, me too know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do um but I wanted to kind of like I know it sounds like cliche but kind of find me and find my passion and what I wanted to do in life I always loved health and fitness and I remember even going into university I remember saying to my mom at high school you know I don't know what I want to do I, I want to go to university I want to study further but I don't know what I want to do and mom was like well yeah do something you enjoy she said well you love sport Heather that's what you've done since a child so why don't you go to university and do that and I said well, first of all I said like, can you do that can you yeah <laughs> and she was like yes of course you can so I did and I absolutely loved my course mm. um, but then still didn't really kind of know what path how I do I then. apply it yeah yeah exactly so going to Australia was like the biggest thing for me because in when I was in Australia I actually landed an incredible job um i think it was actually yeah it was just before i think i went and traveled the last little bit um i have so my background is in horses so i've i've been a horse yes. rider my entire life
0: yeah um, i used to do that as a child too that's so funny the synchronicities i'm just like yes
1: <laughs> i know we're like on oh, the same wavelength like, right yeah, yeah um so yeah it was like it was a big one i went out there and i got uh just a, just a working working student job in um a kind of a riding yard um cool. found out as well that the, the lady who owned the yard was actually the coach for the Australian Paralympic dressage team as what? well oh and my this was god like this was 2011 um yeah. so no sorry sorry this was 2010 actually okay no 20 2011 sorry because <laughs> it was running up to the Olympics in 2012 yes. oh that's right that's right yeah yeah sorry yeah um and they were going all through their like their you know preparation events and. Um, all the kind of training and stuff. When she found out my background in sports and horses, and that I was, she asked me, "Do you want to come on board and kind of, you know, help and travel and stuff?" So I did gym programs, um, for you know, and worked with a lot of the athletes there. I traveled with them wow. to their kind of selection events and what? just it was the massive uh, eye opener because obviously it was you know para athletes and they are truly the most inspiring people I have ever yeah. been around. Next and level. And it made me. I think that was like I always talk about like my story and how that was a pivotal moment in seeing them achieve the most incredible things and love life we traveled we stayed in like you know random little like kind of places and we had such a laugh and you know made great memories together and I think coming back from that I just kind of had a whole perspective on life of you know you think twice about everything that you do and how you feel and and mm. the opportunities that you can have, um, that anyone yeah. can do. Um, so I came back and then that's when I actively pursued going down the kind of like coach route um and then working with women specifically. Yeah. Um, but it was really that kind of that moment in cool. Australia that made me think, I freaking love this. Like I yeah. wanna I wanna I wanna show anyone um at that point that you can do anything you want to do. Yeah, like If you put your heart, like no one should ever be told, I can't do something. If you want to do something, try, like just go for it. And if it's meant to be for you, it will be
0: for you. And if it's not, it'll redirect you into whatever is for you. No matter what, trying something is going to lead you to whatever it is you're supposed to do. And maybe it's just that. But but don't, I, again, I can attest to that being like afraid, even this podcast, it took me so long to, I knew I was going to do this for so long before I actually got up the courage to hit the record button to do it. And it's just taken off since then. And I know it's because I'm supposed to be doing this and getting to connect with amazing people and share their stories and inspire people and show our our world. You're not alone. Like we are in this together. I just live for it and it's just so good. So I feel, I totally feel you on that. Like when you feel that in your soul and you're like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. fire. Yes. Yeah. I love that story so much. I didn't realize that was what, uh, what you did there. That is so cool.
1: Yeah, it was super cool. I was there for six months. Um, I was just under six months I think it was and then I just spent the last couple months traveling that's when I met you um yeah I went up the kind of the east coast east coast so that was, yes yeah and then I flew back after that and I was like right and you hit the ground running
0: yeah. yeah wow so did you start your business in Scotland or did you I'm trying to think do the math in my head or was it something you did in Hong Kong or transitioned over or how did you do that
1: So when I went back to the UK, I moved to Edinburgh, um, Mm -hmm. mainly because my sister was there studying and there's not much in my hometown for kind of what I wanted to do. I just wanted to get out and just experience a little bit. I feel that. I I moved to Edinburgh um, because she was there as a connection. I kind of just, you know, found my feet. I went out and found a job. Um, I got a job as a receptionist in um, a fitness centre and kind of just submerged myself in that and then I got a job as a health and fitness manager of a women's only gym and that really kind of sparked that um you that know, working idea with women specifically yeah. um and I kind of did because I did my um gym instructors um level two and all of that kind of like in university so I was just teaching classes and doing like I went through all my um qualifications with them as well and really enjoyed that kind of like it was a very small niche gym but it was a great community of women that were you know you knew everyone local and and things like that um and then I um kind of that's where I met my now husband um (laughs) Um, and he he was the one who actually wanted to go to um Hong Kong he actually should have um probably I think almost but left before we met um but he was He'd worked at Edinburgh for a while and wanted to go to Hong Kong for experience and yeah. get out and I said to him at the time when we met I said well I did Australia and that was the best year of my life and I think yes. everyone should have that opportunity I said if you want to go like you need to go um mm-hmm. but at the, at the same time I was like you know what 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 are we doing like what, you know, what, <laughs> well because it was do? new
0: right yeah it, it was, was new yes yeah, so we yeah. were like
1: six months a year I think um, and I was totally like, you, know, you should, you should do that. And he was like, well, you know, come with me. And I said, well, so I would, well, yeah, I kind of have to think about me. I'm like, I'm not just, you know, going to move. I need to think. So he I'm went sure first I... and moved to Hong Kong Um and I just I I didn't know what to do because I was like, Oh, I'm gonna be leaving again. And I remember sitting crying to my mom in the in the kitchen. I'm like, because I don't like I was like, I wanna go. I was like, I really like this, this guy. And I was like, you know, yeah, she's like Heather, she's like, you've gotta go. She's like, you've Your gotta-. mom sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so supportive. She's like, what's the worst what's the worst that can happen. She's like, just go. She's like, if you if you wanna you wanna see and you know see the world and you you know and, and be with him, then you should do this and I did and I have never looked back and we have had wow. you know we're now married together um we have a baby on the way and we are yeah it's it's the most amazing thing so I, I started my business here um because oh. that was one thing when I got to Hong Kong I realized that there was a, a massive market for you know women in, in gyms and things like that number one because gyms are quite very expensive out here okay. um and there wasn't many there's a there's a few women only um gyms that are here but I I didn't really know much about them and I wanted to create a space where people felt um comfortable and relaxed you know yes. not too like you know scary scary gym, yeah, gym not judged yeah, yeah yeah oh totally that's
0: and it's especially if you're someone new to fitness it can be very intimidating especially if you walk in the gym and you don't know what to do with anything like that can be a very scary feeling so I love that you incorporate that safe space because I think in general in life everyone should feel safe and welcome where they go so that's so good absolutely
1: yeah um yeah and then just started from there so um just doing kind of like classes outside um and then yeah here we are today Um. Wow,
0: growing, booming. That's so freaking cool. I have this is a random question. You just said you did stuff outside. What's the weather like in Hong Kong? Is it hot all the time there? It's very,
1: very hot. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. I have the aircon <laughs> on and I'm like glowing. I've got no makeup on. This is not highlighter. This is like just sweat, pregnancy sweat on top of that, too. You know, <laughs> There's a whole other level when you're like in a very humid country and you're also yes. 33 weeks pregnant. It's just
0: not oh my God, you're amazing. You're like, this is not highlight. This is sweat. This is not
1: highlighter. This is my natural sweaty face. I've forgotten how sweaty it is. I've been, I've been in the UK for three months and I've come yeah. that and I'm like, it's not necessarily the heat because I mean the heat is about you know 28 it can raise up to like 35 at the moment Mm -hmm. but the humidity oh my god it's like walking into an oven and you never get I say, used to it here you just learn how to live with it like that's yes it's like
0: yeah because it ain't going nowhere
1: (laughs) it ain't going nowhere no so I mean (laughs) summer. I was like I'm gonna get out of Hong Kong for most of the summer pregnant so I can at least spend that out and then come back and I'm just gonna have to mindful of heat and stuff but yeah our winters are lovely our winters Mm. are very nice that's like um
0: it looks like I haven't been there yet but it looks like such a cool spot and my partner he's been there a few times so I was just curious I was like I wonder what it's like there because I I haven't been yet
1: but it is a fantastic city like I would 100% recommend anyone if you ever it's very much a stop-off like if you're transferring um so people don't usually get a lot of time to stop off and then obviously with you know COVID in the last couple years it's Mm. been it's it's a bit difficult um at the moment. You know, we have a lot of regulations that um we have to, you know, the whole world's kind of moving on and we've still got these things in place. So it's yeah. fine, it's getting better. I mean, you're always kind of hopeful and fingers crossed, but mm. um it is a fantastic city. Like I honestly, I love Hong Kong. I love the people here, I love the way of life. It's um it's not what people think. And a lot of like my family that have been over they you know, they've been and said, This is not what I thought yeah you know it It. no one has an idea until they're actually really here I think what you you see on tv and media and stuff like that everyone has a perception of different right? countries
0: yeah. yeah oh totally
1: it's totally true like every country I think
0: people if they haven't been there they have like an idea in their head what they think like especially <laughs> people who haven't been to Canada they think it's like
1: I know and I'm like
0: no not quite
1: <laughs> it's one place I've not been yet and I'm like I would really love to go like yes. it's just it but it, it's so vast Canada it just it baffles me like it's so big. oh yeah
0: and that's the thing I feel like unless you had a lot of time to be here you would have to pick like a coast or like oh yeah plan, plan your trip out I, like obviously I'm an east coaster through and through but I would say if it was your first time coming here I definitely would say Vancouver BC because like not only do you get the cool city, but like there's so much cool nature, like just right right there. So you kind of get the best of every world with the mountains, the ocean, the hiking, if you like that kind of stuff too. So best of both worlds. Don't get me wrong though. If you, if you had the East coast, summertime would be the time to go. And it's like so beautiful, very, very gorgeous and outdoorsy kind of stuff. But if you're looking yeah. for a city like mixed in there, definitely Vancouver.
1: <laughs> I think it's very similar to Scotland like in terms of like the scenery and the views and stuff like that but um yeah I would I would love to go and just experience Canada because I know so many people have been out there and yes oh, it's a dream you
0: know? oh for sure well one day it will happen
1: one day <laughs> on the other side of the world
0: <laughs> oh I know oh also yes everyone listening we were <laughs> trying to schedule this call and I was like okay hey, wait what time is it there because it's Friday where
1: you are and it's Thursday it where is, I it
0: am,
1: is. So. <laughs> it's Friday morning here yeah so yeah I was like I was on my phone like googling what is the time difference and I was like oh, is that definitely the right time Like, no, that's, no. I was double checking and triple checking like, I did
0: too we are the same person I literally did the same thing I'm like what if it's not though I'm like what if it's different like I was doing I know. the same thing <laughs> what if Google lies to
1: me You're like, yeah no. yeah
0: what if this isn't the right Hong Kong time what if there's more than one time <laughs> yeah
1: well that's the thing I as know well, exactly. is like I get mixed up with home because we don't have like in the UK obviously we we have daylight savings, so our clock was forward and back, but yes. like Hong Kong we don't. So I'm they always don't. conscious. Oh. No. So I'm always conscious of other countries. I'm like, wait, do they do they go forward an hour or yeah. back an hour? Have they changed? I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Too much time calculations over here. <laughs> time calculation, Yeah, it's it's a nightmare.
0: I but, love that we both did the same thing though. That's so funny. <laughs> I was going to ask too, with like your business, what are some challenges you face? I guess not only as with what you do, but as an entrepreneur, because I feel like being an entrepreneur, it is a journey to say the least. Like there's always those ebbs and flows, right? And I love hearing from all different kinds of entrepreneurs, because I think it's so inspiring for anyone who wants to go out there and do what you want to do. Hearing from people who are doing it, like that's what's up.
1: Yeah, like I, I would say, obviously, as like as an entrepreneur, as you say, like I work for myself, I have my own business. So whilst like that, I very much suppose in the last couple of years has been, you know, a lot of people are kind of moving into that space where I'd like to have my own business and things. There are challenges like any, any, you know, other business working for someone. But the bottom one I would, the main one I'd say is the fact that you work for yourself. So if you are going to go into, you know, running your own business, it has to be number one, something you're passionate about. Yes. Because if you're not passionate about it, then you will not show up every day. That's and right. there's like challenges. You have to show up because you know, if you don't show up, you don't put the bread on, you know, the food on the table yeah. and the roof over your head. So, you know, doing it, it's it's you work, especially in my kind of job as well as a coach, you know, you we do work slightly unsociable hours because people mm-hmm. are wanting you know, early morning sessions and yes. evening sessions so you know that's something that's never been a problem to me at all like I don't I'm not faced by that because I love my job it's it's a passion yes. but if you didn't that could be a challenge for a lot of people is to kind of you know feel like you're plowing through mud um, that's right. and I'd, I'd say like you know main challenges in terms of like you know from the fitness point of view my main fitness or my main kind of like challenge I would say for a lot of clients that come on board is just that it's getting them to believe and trust the process of this sustainable and realistic lifestyle because so many people have come from you know a background of quick fixes and expect weight loss to drop like that and sometimes when you've got to say this is a longer journey that's something that can take quite a lot of Brain power to get their head around you know this is going to take a little bit longer than what I've done in the past
0: yeah Um, but you'll be able to maintain like that's so key and I freaking live for the fact that this is how you do it because it's the only way that works and it's it's like the only way that works right like when you're training your muscles like we're like what we're saying physically your body will not transform overnight if it does Sorry to break it to you, honey. It's not going to be maintainable. There's no way. No, your body no. cannot be starved. Your body needs to be nourished. It needs to be honored. But it's the same with like our, I think mindset is such a huge part of our health. Passive. Right. And it's like retraining your brain is the same as retraining your body. Like you have to tell yourself, like you're saying, it's, it's I'm going to stick with this because I know in the long term it's going to benefit me the most. So love yeah. that you do that.
1: Yeah. I, but like that's, that's something that's really important to me because it's, I, I've seen, you know, so many women that do want to just drop the weight and it's getting them not to focus on the weight. It's getting them yes. to focus more on, you know, how they feel and how their clothes fit. It's getting them to focus on simple things like a lot of the moms, I'm like, okay, well, can you run around with your child? Can you bend down with your child? You know, mm-hmm. quite easily without any aches and pains. Are you able to you know, pick up numerous shopping bags and have a child in your arms at the same time yep. while you're opening the car door, you know, are they, Are you functional? Like, how do you feel? You know, it's basic things that, that people forget. And rather than just a number on the scales, because that doesn't tell you absolutely anything. Preach, no.
0: sister, preach. Bye. It is your relationship with gravity. And that's it. It is not yep. the be all end all. And like, everyone's body's different. Like if you were to look at two people who you might think are the same weight, I guarantee they're probably not like, you know, your height, your shape, there's just so much that goes into that. And like, I, I can remember, Oh my God, as a younger woman being so obsessed. Cause like I grew up in the nineties, you know, it's the era of the stick thin supermodel. If you're not skinny, yeah. you're not pretty. Like it's art when we, gr- it was a really fucked up time for us to grow up and like yes, the things yes. we consumed and just, yeah. Cause there wasn't like, there was internet eventually, but it wasn't what it is today. Like there wasn't that much information unless it was the information being fed to us by the media, by the magazines oh, yeah. or whatever. So yeah when I could finally let go of that number on the scale bothering me, I felt so empowered and I felt so like, fuck. Yeah. Like, cause my body felt great and everything you just said, how do your clothes fit? How are you feeling? Cause it's not only beneficial to your body, your brain, your, your spirit, your, your, your outlook on life, like everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what like when I clients come on board it's so nice to hear them sometimes when they when they come on and say you know what's your goals and we chat about obviously you know what they want to achieve and it's so rewarding sometimes when they already come on and say I've just noticed that like I can't climb upstairs at work without like dying or Mm -hmm. I can't go for a walk without feeling like my heart's going to come out my chest or you know I've got back pain or I've got like this pain and you know, these are things that you know. As we get older, we're more aware of. And when they use that as their goal, rather than be like, "I want to be this number on the scales," like that's something I have to completely take women away from and and say yeah. it's like, that means absolutely nothing. That's it's you know, there's a very difference. There's a big difference between weight loss and fat loss, and a lot yes. of people get them mixed up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it's seeing your body change for the better that better's your life in order for yes. you to live your best life that.
0: Preach. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I love that you said too, about the weight loss, fat loss thing, because um, there's a, a gym, it's called F45. It's like a circuit. It's really great, great yeah. workout. So I did that for a bit here and we did these challenges and they had one of those scales that does your whole like body analysis, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, and again, the point of me doing a challenge was for the camaraderie, for the fun. I just wanted to do it for myself. It wasn't a matter. I didn't care what those numbers said. But what you just said there is my weight, I think it might've even went up, but my fat loss compared and my muscles built. So that's why the scale, is, it's so don't get consumed with that. Cause if you, you're
1: building muscle, it's, it's heavy. It's going to, your exactly. weight might go well, up. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. is like, that's another misconception as well. Is that a lot of people think that like, all oh, muscle weighs more than fat, but actually it doesn't. Um, yeah. Because it's the whole brick feather thing. You know, a hundred kilograms of bricks is the same as a hundred kilograms of feathers. It's yes. just that the volume, the sheer size of what a hundred gram, a hundred kilograms of feathers looks like compared to a hundred kilograms of bricks—it's very different. Yeah. So you know, and that's why I get clients to focus more on the kind of like measurements and photos because photos, especially, will say yes. a huge, huge difference. And oh yeah, when, like, clients are going through like you know eight, twelve weeks. Like especially the girls that are on my twelve week program, it's only when like I've put their photos together they're like, oh my god, is that me? <laughs> and Like, right, yes, that is you, and I'm like, look at that bum, like, look at that, like, look at those shoulders, yeah. like, look at that shape you've got. Like, oh my god, I like, I look amazing. I'm like, hell, you do, yeah, you yeah, do, girl. Oh, and it's
0: so great. I literally, we are, you're speaking to my soul. The photos, like, and sometimes people are, like, you just said, shocked, they're like, oh my god, and it's like, yeah, girl, like, you did that, that's all you,
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot, another challenge just kind of going back to, like, you know the challenge of my job is getting women to consistently see that every every week they check in with their weight and measurements. Um, and, you know, granted that like, if they want to, they don't have to. Um, But when they do that, a lot of the time they go straight to the weight. And right. if the weight number hasn't dropped, they're like, oh, I'm a bit deflated this week, Heather, because my weight hasn't dropped. I'm like, why? Number one, why are we focusing straight on weight? I said, your measurements, they've dropped. Mm hmm what's what's to be deflated about and they went oh I was just oh no okay yeah Mm." and then you talk it through and they're like yeah and I'm like wait whatever like it's going to fluctuate as a woman and especially like we talk about the time of the month yeah absolutely like I I, that's something I really preach about is trying to educate women on actually just tracking their cycle much more And this is irrelevant whether you get, like, some women are on on contraceptions or, you know, approaching perimenopause, menopause, whatever, and might not get an actual, you know, what we call bleed. But the actual symptoms are way more important for you to understand your body more. And that's all that I want to make you aware of because everyone is different and everyone, some women sail through every month and are fine and that's great. And some women have these issues and that issues and things but if you don't log it or track it how can you ever know how to deal with that or how to make you know alterations and a lot of the time you know I see women get very frustrated around times of the month and they just throw the towel in Mm -hmm. because they think that the actual you know program or whatever they're doing is it's it's too hard it's too hard I I can't do it I can't do it like (laughs) I'm just having a bad day oh I'm just going to throw all in I don't care and actually when you like peel it back like an onion you go okay well you know this this might be something that you have to think about or is this something and then when I make notes of every every single week we have a check-in I'll make notes and in four weeks time if they're coming back to me and saying the exact same thing I'm like girl <laughs> you said this I'm like this is like in a perpetual moment I'm like you said this four weeks ago and they're like yeah. oh my god I'm like OK, well, you know, but before you came to me, before you like, spoke to me today, did you check your tracker? Did you go on the app and check, you know, what could possibly be? And I'm not Where saying ever that we use us as an excuse. I'm never saying like we shouldn't use these as excuses because as women, we just have to we have to learn how to live with our bodies. But we mm-hmm. go with it like we yeah. adapt, we change, we do what we can and we don't give ourselves a hard time. There's always something you can do. And if you feel like if your, in- your appetite's increasing, or you feel like you hate everyone in sight that day, <laughs> yeah. or you're tired, you're fatigued, you can't lift as much. Sometimes that can be linked to cycle, and obviously, yeah, all the other stuff. But oh, for sure on the cycle. Understand. Yeah,
0: I love that you said that so much because I track mine. Just like I'm not on birth control, so it's also too. Exactly. It's like, hey, when's my period coming? <laughs> and I know my body. So well, the week before my period, I am hungrier. My body's like, girl, we gotta get our nutrients in because you gonna bleed next week. And I am definitely not, I wouldn't say crankier every single time, but I know my mood. Like I can tell if yeah. I'm a little bit more moody or whatever. And it's yeah. always the week before. And I know like clockwork, I'm like, I'm hungrier. Ah, next week yeah. is the week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: You like look at your doctor, and you're like, hmm okay, that's fine. Okay. I'll just, you know, I'll just increase my calories a little bit just so I can accommodate. But
0: well, yeah. And like, listen to your body, your body needs it. If you're
1: hungry. I'd say that hundred percent, listen to your body. Like Mm. that is probably the biggest, the biggest thing that I just say to women, like your body is like a child or a dog. I'll say like, it will tell you when something is wrong and Mm -hmm. you know our bodies are smart and the more you get to know about your own body the more you are in control of your own knowledge and understanding it's your power it's your superpower to know yes like about your body and when you do you girl you get your life together like
0: you know it's so true because like knowing your body it ultimately to me and my journey anyway I'm just speaking on what my experience has been it like I know my soul and my mind too. It's all interlinked because when you start listening, it's like, it, it, it tunes you into so much more. And it, I think for me anyway, it helped me trust myself more too as a person. Cause you know, sometimes growing and healing, you betray yourself. Like you do things where you're like, ah, like, and you, it, it sometimes can take a bit to learn to let yourself listen to you because nobody knows you better than you. I don't care what anyone says. Not one human on this planet knows you more than you do. They're not inside your brain, so let yeah. yourself have trust in you. And I love to. You said this earlier, like have compassion and grace for yourself. Like don't you're saying don't beat yourself up over yeah. when things are shifting, and you know if your body is like. And I know too, even physically, I'm more swollen around period time mm-hmm. too. So you know you have to take all that into accountability.
1: You do, and it, it's it's actually you know. It, I love learning about my clients' bodies as well because we yeah. track things every single week and every month and, you know, they see the fluctuations and you see that change in them going, you know, like, it's okay, Heather. Like, I, I know that um, it's pre-period week or it is my period week or whatever. And I'm just a bit swollen this week. And lo and behold, sometimes, you know, their weight has spiked. And it's quite interesting. Sometimes you'll see like, bum, 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 spike, bum, bum, <laughs> bum, 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 spike. And it's like, it's just, it's normal for that person. And everyone's different, and it's that—that's the biggest thing as well. Is remembering that just because this person has those symptoms and that's how you know their weight or their symptoms work, doesn't mean that that's going to be the same for you. And it also means that just because you have that one month, doesn't mean that's going to happen every single month. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not to expect it, and it's not to use it as an excuse, but it's just to say you need to be aware of that. That if it does happen, then have a little think to yourself what is that like did I did I not sleep well last night have I not mm-hmm. fed my body right have I did I drink enough like, like, oh, water yeah. Yeah. yeah like I'm actually due my period next week okay that okay that could be that could be enough op- yeah okay Let's yeah. Just, let's just go with that.
0: Like, you know, that's right. Do that little self-check. I feel like that's so important yeah. too. Cause even like I said, with my mood and stuff, I'm like, did I sleep? Did I eat? Did, did I, I drink water? water? Like I do. I always do that. If something's off, I'm like, I do that initial check. Cause that's your baseline. If you're not yeah. sleeping, eating, hydrating, you're not yeah. going to feel very good. So no. <laughs> baseline there. And then if it's none of those things, then you can, like you're saying, peel the layers back more I'd be like, okay where's the stemming from? What is this? So yeah. I love that you yeah. do that with your clients as you actually like build that rapport and relationship with them. Cause that I think if you're in fitness and that industry, I need to be comfortable with my coach. Like yeah. I need to, cause you're, you're vulnerable. You're, you're opening up a part of yourself that maybe you're shy about or whatever. So I like that you actually connect with them on that level too.
1: Like that's very, Absolutely, yeah. very like, awesome. Like that, that was the biggest thing for me becoming a coach is that I want to literally hold my client's hands through the trenches. And that was something that like, I don't believe in being, being dictated to. So, you know, I'm not gonna say to my clients, "Oh, do X, Y, and Z and like not listen to them. You know, it's all about, it's a personal approach that I take with my clients on a personal level, because that's exactly what it is. You're very vulnerable. You're coming, you're opening up to someone that about, you know, something that you might not feel very comfortable of the fact that you've, you've got on weight, or you can't do basic you know everyday you know skills and things like that anymore and sometimes to actually admit that you want help and to reach out to someone is the biggest step you have taken and saying that someone I want I need guidance I need help and I'm like girl I'm there for you like I'm never going to judge you I'm never going to make you feel bad I'm never going to make you feel guilty I want to be able to educate you and show you like why this doesn't work and why this this works. And you know, when you don't make the right choices, that's okay. But well, we just learn from them and we move on. You know, yes. it's when you make that same mistake over and over again that's you know why we're not achieving our goals. And that's why we exactly. in the first place. So yeah. it's just having that like I love them. They're like like my clients literally are my life. Like I yes. I'm very I care a lot about them. And <laughs> All the time. My husband will tell you that. and like, I'm always thinking about my clients. And I'm Aww. like, it's okay. What do you like? And he's like, Heather, you're not at work right now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no.
0: I really love that because I care deeply for people as well. And I, again, I just think that's so key, especially in what you do, but just in life, you know, just to care for people. And it just shows that you genuinely want to serve their highest good. And I just, I freaking love that. It's
1: so good. And that's what you should do as a coach. And that's why there's a lot of... Ah. You know the health and fitness industry has a bad name in some ways because sadly like any industry I suppose there are people out there that you know, don't have that and I think as a coach that is a really important part of what people are coming to you for mm-hmm. um you know and if I was wanting a coach I want someone that completely like, understands me and listens to me and but also mm-hmm. can educate me and kind of like you know go oh Oh, yeah, or like, well, that makes sense. Or just learn, you know, yeah. so that you can go away and you can start living your life yourself, and you don't have to waste more time and money, and you know, and trying to search for those answers again.
0: That's right. Help people have those light bulb moments because, you know, sometimes you hear maybe the same thing five times, but it's not until someone says it in a certain way that it makes sense in your brain. Because, like, sometimes logically I might know something, but it won't really sink in or hit home for me until it's said in a certain way or someone in particular says it in their language. Like, I don't know what that is, but I love that you give people that as well because it's just so key. So key. It is
1: very key. I love
0: that. I was going to ask, do you have a morning routine or are you just kind of a wing it kind of girl?
1: No, I do have a morning routine. And I mean, I'd say it's slightly changed since becoming pregnant. Yes. <laughs> um, but I I mean, to be honest, I had a very good morning routine in COVID um, during that time. Because obviously, you know, it was we didn't ever have, have a full lockdown. We're very grateful for that. But we did have a lot of restrictions in place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will always try and get up like every single morning at the same time. I do try and mm-hmm. say to clients, you know, try and get up within like, you know, one to two hours of the normal time you get up. Um, one, I mean, it's nothing set in stone, but one big thing I'll always say to clients is the first thing you get up in the morning and I always have a glass of water. Like you yes, need to hydrate yes. your body first thing. Um, We obviously with aircon here on all night Um, and then obviously you slept. It was like, get a glass of water in first of all. Um, and then I'll usually have before getting pregnant. I was doing a lot of yoga in the morning as well, so I would do my ten minutes of yoga, and then I would get dressed. I would have my coffee, and I sit down at my desk, and then I just basically start my work. But I'll, my day varies very much from day to day because I do have morning clients that train with yes. me face to face. So I do face to face PT. I also do online coaching as well. Um, so then I've got group classes as well. So my day is very varied. But my mornings, I. I'm a morning person to a T I <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's, I love the morning. So like, it's always a toss up between trying to get a workout in, in the mornings as well as trying to do my work, but also trying to get a walk because then as soon as like three, four o'clock hit, I'm like, okay, I need, I'm flagging. I'm flagging yeah, so. yeah,
0: definitely. I feel that. I feel like my afternoon time around then too, I, I get like a little sleepy and i'm like okay i need to boost myself a bit here so i feel yeah. that i definitely prefer i mean i'll work out whenever but i love the mornings because it just sets my day up so good and i'm like yeah. all those endorphins i'm like yeah let's do this let's own this day like it makes my day so much better
1: <laughs> honestly and that's like you know i say to like oh people sometimes people are not warning people and that's fine Yeah. Um, don't don't force something that's not going to happen you know no, exactly. So you know, work out in the evening if it's easier for you. But I would love to do everything in the morning, but I can't do everything oh, yeah. in the
0: morning. <laughs> I feel that, girl. And I find, too, if I work out too late, I'm too wired. I'm too, like, pumped up and I yeah. can't sleep. So I'm like, okay, it has to have a happy medium time for me, for sure. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Whereas now when I'm pregnant, I'm just literally just like, okay, I need to get up. I'm in the morning. I'm like, I'm hungry again. How am I hungry again? Oh, it's that it's like no before I wouldn't be hungry for breakfast in the morning, and now I'm like, oh, baby's gotta eat. Baby's, yep. baby's hungry. <laughs> like, mm, okay.
0: I wanted to ask too, like, what keeps you motivated? Some people they'll have mantras they think of. Like, what's your motivation?
1: That's actually a really good question because it's it's a question that comes up a lot with clients. Yeah. Um, and they'll ask, you know, like, how do you stay motivated? Like, you know, and and especially when I ask like, what's your biggest struggle, and they'll say motivation. Um, and the bottom line is, like I always say to them, no one is motivated twenty four seven. Like, no. I don't believe anyone that says that they are. Like any no. any coaches <laughs> or personal trainers out there or whatever, like they're lying to you. They say you're motivated. 24/7. <laughs> it's um, true. <laughs> but like I always say to clients, like you have to remember your why. Bottom line. Yes. Um, because your why is going to keep you going for you know longer than anything else there was a reason why you came to me there was a reason why you wanted to change something about your health and fitness and there was a reason why that was important to you and sometimes you lose sight of that when things get difficult yeah. and challenging and you give up but you will probably always go back to that yeah I should really do something again I should really do something about my health and fitness I should really exercise more I should eat better blah blah, blah. and you will constantly go in this cycle but you need to make sure that you owe it to yourself like there's a reason why you want to do this there's a reason why you invested in yourself and in your health and as my granny always said you know health is your wealth right? yes like, yes granny. if you don't have your health <laughs> you don't have anything so Preach. it is the biggest biggest reason for doing that and over time it is obviously about you know having a bit self-discipline as well and learning yeah. what you enjoy because it's no point in saying oh this person doesn't have self-discipline but like you know she's it is just failing I'm like well she's you need to find your groove you need to find your routine you need mm-hmm. to find something you enjoy because if you don't enjoy something you won't keep it up long term exactly and that's the it's biggest true. thing as well it's like finding something that works for you because what works for you might not work for someone else so just because yeah. you know your next door neighbor down the road is doing this sort of program doesn't mean that works for you If you don't like hit, don't do hit. If you don't like, you know, swimming, don't do swimming, but find something that works for you. Um, Mm. And at the end of the day, always remember that you'll never regret a workout. It doesn't matter if it's not the best workout. It always makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I find too, like, because I love so many different things. Like, I find something that I've had to realize about myself is, It's okay if I switch what I'm doing, if that's what works for me. Because obviously there's there's certain
1: recommendations I will give to clients and say like, you know, any kind of strength or resistance based training is hundred percent my vibe, but that doesn't mean you have to be in a gym. I would say probably about 75% of my clients work out from home and especially over the last two years with everything that's going Mm. on, like working out from home is very accessible and it works for a lot of people now. And mm-hmm. I've had clients have the most amazing results from working out at home. Yeah. You know, so there is always something you can do. Always something. You don't have. An, always. You know, the, the gym is a is a very intimidating place for a lot of women to start off with. But it's actually quite nice sometimes. Where clients have come in and said, oh, "I'm quite scared about this," um, you know, kind of going into the gym. And actually, you know, a year down the line, they're like, "I went into my gym today, like, I went and you know, I had Guess what? And I'm like <laughs> what I was like, thank hey, you, girl. Yes. yes. Oh, I
0: love that. All that confidence. That's the thing too, right? It helps you build mm-hmm. like your self-esteem, which is all us, everyone. We're talking about women empowerment, like girls, you're a superhero. So own Absolutely. it. <laughs> own it. Own it. Yes. So my God, we've talked about so much stuff. I'm so happy we did this. I was like, this is going to be good. I already knew. And then as soon as we started talking, I was like, oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, let's get your final words of wisdom. What do you got for us? You already dropped a lot of wisdom, so.
1: (laughs) Well, I was like, I do actually have one quote. Bottom line is, as we said, listening to your body is your own power. Yes. That is a quote that I always will try and get clients to remember, is that listening to your body is your own power.
0: I love that. I'm writing it down. (laughs) I love that. I love that so much because it. I find too, when you realize like it is your power and you're in control of it, it's, it's empowering. I mean, I guess power is in the word empowerment, right? But it yeah. is because I feel like a bad bitch. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to rock it. And it's going to be amazing. And I just, it's just such a good boost for your everything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. A, you should be, everyone should appreciate their bodies in very different ways from yeah. what they're able to do and you know what they can do what they can achieve and um, and it's it's rewarding when you hear people like I never thought I'd be able to do this or I never thought I'd be yeah. able to fit into those clothes or I, mm. I never thought I would feel you know like I did before giving birth or like it actually like it makes me honestly like cry every I time would I literally I was <laughs> like, like I you're making this. me tear up <laughs> it's just from clients and they're like I I just never thought that this was ever possible. I was sitting actually yesterday, and I got a message from a client. My husband came in. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh. this is so emotional. I was like, I don't know, it's pregnancy probably as well. It's just like really, <laughs> everything's just making me emotional right now. I'm a like, crier, time-
0: so I feel that. Like when someone tells me something moving, or like exactly like what you're saying, I get teary-eyed because it's just you feel that like yeah. What it's just such an accomplishment, and to ha- help someone feel like they can do this. Like they've got this and like, they're not alone. And all of those things that you offer to women, I just, I love it so, so much. And I just want to thank you for sharing what you do with us today and just sharing your beautiful light. Like you are so cute. Like you're just the sweetest (laughs) little vibe. And it's just, it's so funny because it's literally like, what, 10 years, no time has passed.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, I would, I would talk for Forever, like that's my problem I just talk forever and not
0: stop (laughs) that's so good but what you do is so important and I know there's people listening who will resonate with what you do and what you've had to say and just your journey in general and I just really want to express my gratitude to you and appreciate you taking the time to come on before you give birth to the baby
1: I know I know this is mad and mad but no thank you for asking me to come on it's been an absolute pleasure (laughs) and honor to i as i said i could talk about this all day about women empowerment to everyone and so i'm yeah more than happy to spread my spread my word and my so-called wisdom as you said
0: oh (laughs) heck yeah girl it is wisdom like you're dropping it on us and i just i've gained something from this today and i know the people listening will too and i just i just love it this just this is this brings me joy so Thank you for everything. I hope
1: I can bring some sort of joy to anyone who's listening today as well.
0: Yes. Also, we'll get uh, your social media, website, anything we can plug in. So anyone listening or watching on YouTube, if you've resonated with Heather today and you want to connect, she's going to tell us how.
1: Sure. So my website is www.hkmfitness.com. That's after my name. That's actually my maiden name as well. As people think HKM. It's my business, but it's actually that's my initials. But actually people think it's Hong Kong, but it just works. Oh, it does work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Well, yeah, I totally thought of that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> so uh hkmfitness.com dot uh, com is my website. I'm also on Instagram. You can find me at hkm dot fitness coaching. And then I'm also on Facebook as well, which is hkmfitnesscoaching Fitness Coaching as well. So nice and okay. easy to yes we like things
0: easy here and i'll have everything like she's going to be tagged everything's going to be linked there won't be any problems finding heather if you want to connect with her and see the amazing courses and everything she offers like i'm sure there's so much more that we didn't even get to touch on because we were so busy talking about all the good empowerment but that's what we're here absolutely for. i'm
1: sure my, Inst- my instagram will give you some entertainment with my massive bump at the moment i'm just embracing <laughs> it and dancing all over the place so if you're if you're looking for a little pick me up i hope that i can kind of bring a little bit of a non-serious thing to think
0: oh I love that I love to (laughs) laugh I love to feel light so I'm here for it all the bump dancing (laughs) Nice. (laughs) so thank you everyone for tuning into our episode if you're watching on YouTube make sure you like the channel subscribe it'll help build up our beautiful community even more if you're listening via podcast make sure you give us a rating let us know what you think and I want to express my gratitude to all of you tea drinkers we are going all the way up we're in the top 10 percentile we're going to just keep going top 1 percent we're on our way and it's only been six months so i'm so excited for this journey and it wouldn't be possible without amazing guests like heather and amazing listeners like all y'all so thank you so much for tuning in that is our tea time and we will see you next time